Armed with wit, confidence, and a melting pot of experiences, we're tapped into the culture and nothing is off limits. This is Malik and Jamal. Welcome to the podcast. The difference in swag is evident when you compare bar for bar, Ludacris versus Big Sean. That's when you find out where the bar is. Because Ludacris can say something that's corny and it works. If Big Sean says something that's corny, that's not going to fly. Wow. Even with Drake. Drake has gotten in that pocket too. He's figured out the swag. He's figured out the appropriate swag for his corny lines. I'm light-skinned, but I'm still a dark nigga is a bar. People, <laughs> cons- people consider that a bar, guy. Imagine Big Sean. Yo, yo, it's for the D. Yeah, I'm light-skinned, but I'm still a dark nigga. Everyone be like, ah. Oh. <laughs> Big Sean, put the mic up. Put the mic up. <laughs> J. Cole could have said. You said what? That's some shit J. Cole could have said. J. Cole would have said it, but he would have made a second alias or something. Like, he would have, like, you know, like, he how he made Kill Edward for the uh, kids on drugs? Um, or it would have been, like, ironic. Like, he would have said the line and been like, that's what all you trash rappers would use. But I'm J. Cole, so I'm above that. <laughs> uh, no, but, like, you think about Big Sean and Luda. Like, they both have had, like, very sexually charged songs that Nicki Minaj took to another level. <laughs> Shout out to Nicki the Queen. <laughs> they have a really over, overly successful song for their own careers relative to Justin Bieber. That is true. Wait, wait, wait. What's, uh, Big, Sean's, uh, what's Big Sean's song with Bieber? As Long As You Love Me. Oh, yeah. Which, that song good. That song is decent. Like, I fuck with that song. I mean, listen, Bieber... Hugh, don't they what? both have uh, songs with Fergie or something? Time to go towards the internet. Yeah, go to Google. Wait, wait, okay. I think Fergie has a song with Big Sean called Big Girls Don't Cry, huh? No, that's... No, 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 no. That's not Big Sean. It's Sean Kingston, and it has the word big in it. <laughs> Yo, Google... <laughs> Google, why are you disrespecting me right now? No! Yo! You typed in Big Sean? I typed in Fergie Big Sean. And they showed you a bigger Sean. (laughs) They told me do better. (laughs) Google's like, do you you mean bigger Sean? No, I don't (laughs) think they both have a song with Fergie. Because, you know, Fergie was on the popularity decline by the time Big Sean was picking up his... uh, but yeah, yeah, nah, but like, that's really the difference. It's like, that is the that is the principal difference. Both of them have like more calm brands, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Big Sean out here talking about how he smashed the shorties, but that man been booed up for like his entire career or the vast majority of his career. He's been booed up with somebody. Another album that I enjoy that most of the world tell, tells me is trash, and that's fine. Are you referring to The Big Day? <laughs> Uh, I love my life. I love my wife. I love my wife. Let's go ride a bike. Yes, I'm talking about the big day. I had a whole discussion with a friend of mine the other day. I was like, yo, the big day is not as bad as people make it out to scene. And he's like, no, bro, that album is trash. And I'm like, <laughs> it's not trash. I have listened to Mick, Nick Cannon's last mixtape. That is yeah. trash. This no. is just decent. 
here goes our chances at ever going on wild and out. No, you, you know, dissing Nick Cannon will not get you off of wild and out. That is, he's been begging Eminem to get on wild and out for years. <laughs> no, Eminem too busy doing interviews about how he loves his daughter, which is honestly adorable. I respect that shit. It I wish is. I had but I hate how headlines make try to make him sound ignorant because the, the quote is always Eminem says he's proud of his daughter. She ain't got no babies. And I'm like, <laughs> and with the quotes, and I'm like, first of all, as a guy that's from the hood, that is an amazing accomplishment when your daughter's like 24. Even just as bad on the side of if your son gets somebody pregnant. Exactly. But guess what? That didn't happen. Um, but also they really like when you have a headline like that, and this is what I think is irresponsible journalism, right? When you have a headline like that, you really make it sound like Eminem, all Eminem said was, I'm proud of my daughter because she ain't got no babies. Ha ha ha. Like, that's not what he said. Like, that was one of a lot of other things that he said he's proud of his daughter for. Yeah, that is probably what T.I. said about his daughter. But that's a different story. Uh, Yes, indirectly. <laughs> indirectly yeah you know what there's actually a whole quote on instagram where he's like i'm proud of my daughters for being upstanding women and how they hold themselves and i'm like oh yes as an older black man from the south i know exactly what you mean and just leave it at that ti appreciate See, you all black people be um praising ti for the way he speaks and everything they couldn't understand the damn words so they didn't realize he was saying this shit all along here's the thing though i don't think a lot of black people would disagree with him though like the the hymen stuff, yes. <laughs> but the sentiment behind it of yo, like my daughter is quote unquote pure. I don't think a lot of black parents would disagree with that perception <laughs> of like, yo, my daughter's sexuality needs to be guarded at all costs. That's fair. No, the the funniest joke, they're like, yo, you're known for the big words. He said, Well, I was in prison. I had a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> Miriam and Webster, that was it. Miriam and Webster. I mean, honestly, like this Corona stuff is really like, obviously, I'm not going to make the equivalence to prison because that's wild. I literally just talked about how I'm basically one of these celebrities out here because I have everything I need. But at the same time, I am realizing like when you are isolated or when you have time on your hands, like literally you just be picking up weird stuff. Like I am interested to see what happens to Zoom after the Corona crisis stops. I mean, probably, I don't know. I was thinking about this the other day. When people are able to go back to work and everything, it's not going to be like a flick of a switch. It's not a movie. No. It's not like, okay, it goes from zero to 100. No, it's going to be time and time. I think the pace is going to make Zoom, at least for a while, a very integral part of the economy. Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like you said, it can't just happen overnight because high key, yeah. the first day we're able to come out, I'm letting other people go out first so they can act stupid for like the first week or so. And yeah. then I'm going to come out and go to work. People going to wild out. Do you mean more so in like maturity level or like they might riot or like what you thinking? Or like just get fucked up? Just, yeah, I get, make very poor decisions because they're like, oh my God, I'm okay. I'll put it like this. You know, like when you meet somebody like, if you have a friend that had a really structured, disciplined childhood mm. and their parents didn't let them do anything and then they go off to college by themselves and they just do everything their parents ever told them they couldn't do. I'm talking like that. Gotcha. Yeah, 
I could see that, especially for college students that are at home now. Yo, yeah, college students are probably going to be the wildest demographic. Oh, yeah, the year of, was this 20? Yeah, the year of 2020. Oh, 20. yeah, they're going to go crazy. No, but here's the thing, and I've been talking about this to a lot of um, people I know that are still in school. I don't understand why, like, there isn't a larger conversation about tuition reimbursement. Facts, because they're not getting their full value. Yeah, you're not. Like, I'm thinking about my college experience. It was not just the online class or just the classes. The professors were great. Classes were great. I learned a ton, but I could have gotten and good education anywhere it was the parts of school that were different that made it stand out uh, if i wasn't on financial aid like i wasn't i was like actually paying out of pocket yeah i would have been livid if i had to go home mm. yeah no that's that's true yeah because it's it's like you said is it, this the stuff you're doing on campus that's more important it's like the it's the environment and the experience especially for those more expensive institutions it's more about yeah you being around those type of people than it is about in those experiences you have than it is about just getting the degree and learning things because <laughs> that stuff don't mean nothing like it's cool that you know it but like <laughs> can you pay your taxes can you pay your rent that's really <laughs> what most people care about and do you have a general sense of work ethic yeah that's pretty much all you need yeah and connections but you ain't gonna get no connections on the computer so it's fine Mm-mm. Yeah, there ain't no networking lobby Zoom events you can go to. <laughs> no, that'd be creepy. I wouldn't do that. People wilding on Zoom too. Every <laughs> I've been watching the news. They're like, you know, Zoom says it's end-to-end encrypted. Actually, it's not. Uh, people have been jumping into Zooms and posting pornography in there. And I'm like, what? It's wild, man. I'm realizing like I'm using Twitter like I would use people. Like I'm ridiculously extroverted, and because of that. I need to talk and communicate more than I actually am. So I've just been tweeting a lot about random shit, just random shit that I would usually say. You know what? Let's take a look. Let's see the last couple of things. I was just about to go to your Twitter and figure out what is Patrick Elliott been up to? I've just been bored, G. I mean, you can see my, my Instagram is more popular than it's ever going to be ever again. That's fair. I have right. one of my friends. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Share. Okay, cool. March 20th. I did the... Somebody was talking about, I don't give a fuck how long lockdown is. I'm not watching a single episode of Friends. And I was like, yo, lemon single is on Google, man. I got you. <laughs> then I went nice. crazy because I realized that the first day of the purge was March 21st, 2020 in the movie. And I was like, all right, I got to get ready to fight. So I had like my laptops ready to go to war just in case somebody broke into the building. Wow. <laughs> I literally just posted this on my I I've learned something new about Instagram the other day because all I posted on my my Instagram stories, I was like, yo, if you have a question, just ask me. I get everything from, hey, we are Joanna and Grace's legit FC. They are fitness and lifestyle bloggers. We'd be so happy if you follow along on their IG's official account and support what they really love to do. And it's like, first of all, I asked, do you have a question? There's not a question <laughs> here. Like, you didn't even have a question mark at the end, man. What you doing? And how did you find me to make this post? I don't... <laughs> I am confused. But then you get, like, this weird flip of, like, my friend, shout out to Trinity, who asked me these really deep questions. Like, 
why is the topic of relationships always on your mind? Yo, she was the one that dragged you? Yeah. What have you learned about yourself from life stopping suddenly? And I'm like, Trinity, you could have called and asked these questions. You didn't have to like do this in a public forum. Outside of my social media. Like, why we yeah. gotta do this? Like you have my number and you know where I live. Like this is this is not an issue. Uh but I answered it because, you know, I uh I feel like if you put in the effort to ask me a good question, I gotta answer it. And now I look like a corny Big Sean <laughs> Negro, and it's fine. I mean, Big Sean doing pretty well for himself, so that ain't the worst situation to be in. That's true. I'm waiting. I'm I'm excited for Detroit too. I've never seen a picture of Eastern Europe with like blue skies or happiness. Yes. Like what that sepia um filter? Yeah, and it's always sad, depressing, and harsh. And I'm like, dang. This is the type of discrimination we don't talk about right here. The only exception is Dubai. Dubai always looks lit, but other than Dubai, they don't show. They don't show any. Well, okay, it's like if you think about Europe and Asia and like that those areas, it's like Hong Kong, uh, Tokyo. Once in a while, they let they show Singapore. Um, Singapore is lit. I've heard. Sing- I've heard Singapore is really lit. I've seen pictures. They say, yo, it's like if Wakanda was real and in Asia, in the middle of Asia, like that's what Singapore looks like. And I'm like, hmm. Okay. Okay, I fuck with that. What's the dumbest thing you've done since being on Corona? Or, wow, let me that's rephrase that. What's the dumbest thing you've done during the crisis? <laughs> being on Shit. Corona. Right. I was like, it ain't a drug. And also, if it was, I would not take that shit. <laughs> um, what is the dumbest thing I did? Move. Move was the dumbest thing I did. I'm not going to lie. When you said, yes, I'm still moving. And I was <laughs> like, in my head, I was like, and again, I, I was talking to my supervisor about this today. I was like, I don't know if you know this about me yet, but I just have this really annoying habit of always finding the silver lining in things. <laughs> and after getting over my initial shock, I was like, well, you ain't gonna run into no traffic. No, when you said that to me, I was dying. I was like, this man really tried to find the one positive about this situation. But here's the thing. It's not like I sit there and I'm like, what's the positive? What's the positive? Something's wrong with like the endorphins in my brain that like I just immediately, my brain just goes, well, there is this one thing that it could possibly be. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's true, I guess. But yeah, the fact that you moved, I was like, bro, you're supposed to be on quarantine, my guy. Like, what are you moving for? It was already a process in the works. I should have just waited. Um, That was stupid on my part. Yeah, now you got to place New Jersey. Yeah, it's cheaper, man. It is. It is definitely cheaper. Um, and the part of New Jersey you're living in, I've been told, is somewhat lit generally. So you know, when there isn't a crisis going on, I mean, right now it looks like a dead zone, and they're time. They're like, oh, curfew is 10 p.m., and I'm like, okay, that's cute. So I won't be staying here. <laughs> accurate, accurate. Like I still got six more hours left in my day. What do you mean? <laughs> You know, when they said that there was going to be a crisis in the Flash, I thought it was going to be much more interesting than this. 
<laughs> but this is this is what they meant by the crisis. That's crazy. Shit, and you notice Iris's um article was right. Barry ain't nowhere around. The only Barry we got is Barry Obama. You know what I thought about the other day? What if there was an alternate version of Barack of the Flash that was Barack Obama? Barry. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just yeah, thinking, but no, nah, it could work because his lightning is red and he a Democrat. Okay, so every flash has like a different lightning color. Where they try to DC comments sometimes like, well, the color of the lightning is indicative of how close they are to the speed force. And I'm like, y'all can make that cute little explanation if that's what you all want to do. But y'all just did that to make it visually interesting. Exactly. But yeah, it's just it's like, I'm Barry Obama and I am the fastest black man alive. (laughs) Ten years ago, I did the impossible. Uh, What many thought was the impossible. I became the first black president of the United States. Then... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with the help of Michelle, I've been saving the world as the Flash. <laughs> I would I would enjoy that. Even though they did use Barack Obama in one of the Legends episodes, I've been told. Yeah, they kidnapped, or Gorilla Grodd was trying to kidnap Obama back in college. And I'm like, why y'all gotta send the monkey enemy after the black man? <laughs> like, don't, don't act like I ain't catch that shit. Thanks so much for listening to Malik and Jamal, y'all. We make every episode hoping our listeners walk away with a laugh and a new perspective. Hopefully we hit the mark. If you liked what you heard, subscribe to our channel, share our episodes, and follow us on Instagram at MalikXJamal. If you hated what you heard, well, feel free to slide in our DMs and tell us what you think. We don't really give a damn, but sometimes we get bored and need some cheap entertainment. All right, until next time, posse out.